Hello, hello. This is your girl, Samantha Burgos, and welcome to the Feel Better Naked Radio, where together we will practice how to feel better naked via self-exploration. Here I will discuss all things body, mind, and soul. I'm going to keep it super real on fitness, plant-based eating, and holistic living. Let's get sexy on the inside and the outside. Hello, hello. Guys, happy 2021! Uh, happy 2021. I am so glad that you guys are here listening and tuning in to the Feel Better Naked podcast. This is your host, Samantha. And guys, I'm stoked about this episode because I thought I would start off the year, you know, kind of reintroducing myself um, for any new listeners and kind of just, I guess telling my story and kind of just under, you know, explaining what Feel Bare Naked, like where it stems from. But luckily, as I mentioned in my previous episode, I got to sit with Off The Strength, an amazing crew of guys that are really into the wellness space. And I got to tell my story about how I got to feel better naked. So I just thought, why not share this episode with you guys? So you guys can really get not only super entertained because these guys are hilarious, but also understand my background, how I built and why I built Feel Better Naked. And I really hope you guys enjoy it. I was, I think, in a in a hole. Wellness in general has been a ladder for me. In all senses of the word, because even though I do feel that I'm out the hole, it's still a step-by-step process. As time went on, I realized I kind of needed to keep climbing this ladder in the sense of approaching wellness from a mental point of view, from a soul point of view, mm. you know. Yeah, so I guess the hole was just seeking validation or happiness on the outside perspective, you know, from the outside versus from the inside so as i keep going up the ladder you know i keep becoming more whole and just keep having the ladder i appreciate that so you came from out of the hole to being whole yeah from Ooh. out of the hole to being whole i didn't even I like connect this. that but i like that look at that <laughs> full circle on them honestly we're all very in touch with our inner goddess yeah. you have to my <laughs> divine feminine is extra yeah tony's a strong black woman yeah, i am a strong black queen don't oftentimes tony's a bad bitch strong black. Uh, i have been from from i've been known to turn up you know from time to time um That's but solid. Good, everybody. What's good? Welcome back to yet another episode of Off the Strength, where we're giving you the inside look into all things wellness culture. I'm a trainer called Tony, and of course, with me, I got some gentlemen of extraordinary league guys. Let's go around the table and introduce ourselves, please. Your trainer, Corey, your favorite trainer's favorite trainer. K.R. Jones is in the building. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all type from near and far, you are now in store for a treat because you are in tune to a Brother Jones production. You know when the spiritual advisor is on the ones and twos, it's going to be a nice thing to get into, Brother Jones. What's the word? Why don't you go ahead and set the people up for kind of excursion they're going on tonight. Well, I mean, our listeners are in for a treat today as we have, you know, someone I would like to call a good friend of mine. We've been on the on the wellness journey together at one point. Uh, I may or may not have hired this young lady at mm, one point. Interesting. And uh, <laughs> she may or may not have worked for me in a place that I may or may not be able to mention. They shall not be named. They shall not be Until named. Until they cut the check. Exactly. Until the check is cut. cut but check. with no further ado, we have the host of the Feel Better Naked podcast. We have a New York Bronx resident, if you will. We have the lovely Samantha Burgos in the building today. Everybody, let's make some noise for Samantha Burgos. Make some noise. What's going on? Thank you. Thank you. That's such a great intro. Oh, wow. Oh, thank you. You know, I try from time to time. He comes here to play. From time to time, he does try. Yeah, he's here to ball. I like Every once in a while. Now, Sam, now that you're here with the illustrious Off the Strength host, we'd like to start the podcast off one way in particular. The question that we'd like to start off with is... Where were you when you fell in love with this thing we call wellness? I was, I would say I was in New York and I was, 
I think in a in a hole. So definitely this uh, wellness in general has been a ladder for me in all senses of the word, because even though I do feel that I'm out the hole, it's still a step by step process. Okay. I mean, you, you want to unpack this just a little. I mean, you came with the with the heavy gym here. Oh, Tell us about the hole. Yeah, right? Well, so at that point in my life, I would say like I was really overweight. Obviously, I'm a personal trainer. And, like What I do is just I help women lose weight. But after I did that for a few years and coaching other women and just, as you guys would know, as a coach, it's kind of like a repetitive process. It's mm-hmm. almost like wash, you know, rinse and repeat. And eventually I realized that I only really focused on the physical aspect of wellness and that got me out the hole in a way because I you know, lost weight and I got physical and I guess validation in general. But as time went on, I realized I kind of needed to keep climbing this ladder in the sense of approaching wellness from a mental point of view, from a soul point of view, mm. you know. Yeah. So I guess the hole was just, uh, I would say seeking validation or happiness on the outside perspective you know from the outside versus from the inside so as i keep going up the ladder you know i keep becoming more whole and just keep climbing the ladder i appreciate that so you came from out of the hole to being whole yeah from out of the hole to being whole i didn't even connect that but i like that (laughs) look at that full circle on them yeah can i call you sam yeah of course yeah sam i just want to go through that a little bit more because you know as wellness professionals we don't often talk about that darker side a little bit so if you don't Mm -hmm. mind can i go back and unpack a little bit more and, and go through a little bit of these processes before we get to the point where you're taking care of other people's wellness and you're working yourself through whatever the physical manifestation can you paint some color on what developmentally was taking place like where you grew up in new york like where was that you were yeah. from the bronx the whole time like tell me take me through the childhood right. into adolescence and then into where that adulthood passageway came from so i'm from brooklyn okay Born bk all day yeah yeah right. we got that bias strong all day that's what yeah. we hold it down for <laughs> so born and raised there lived there for a while um then moved to florida my family and in a way i'm so grateful for that because i that's where my i guess love for movement came from because over there just I guess high schools and the space and just it's just more about you know joining a sport or being part of some kind of club or whatever where I feel like in New York it's not so much There's like room that. To run in Florida. Yeah you know like, yeah. it's about like all about athletes and basketball and football and, and all that stuff. So, yeah y'all green grass is green. Yeah, yeah very that, green. Ours is brown. That, <laughs> Until summertime it gets you. Our yeah, grass yeah. is like a whole different texture in New York. Uh, it's a whole yeah, different yeah, yeah. Thing. It's cement. Yeah. <laughs> no that, that weird ass Florida grass is different. Yeah it's different. Like, I still got cuts in my leg from that Florida grass. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I lived there for a while. I got into cheerleading, uh, took weightlifting in high school. I just got really into that stuff. And when I moved here, um, so that was my freshman and sophomore year of high school. My parents hated Florida. We moved back. And then in the Bronx, like my school was literally like a little building. There was mm-hmm. like nothing. So I started like a cheerleading club in there and like just try to find a way to stay active. Eventually got into the gym. Didn't know nothing. Mm-hmm. I used to follow. Do you guys know who the Hodge twins are on YouTube? Go on, give me some of that fire. Wait a minute. That's the Hodge twins logo right there. Yeah, I can see all that red, white, and blue on the side. The brothers? The brothers? Yeah, I know exactly. What you're yeah, about. that was like my first intro to like weightlifting and like all that stuff. So I was learning off of them. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, the Blake Griffin looking dudes? You talking about the Blake Griffin looking dudes? Yes, yes, right. those guys. So I started off with that. He's kind of like figuring it out as I go I've always been that kind of person like very like intuitive and I need to like fail to, to learn mm-hmm. unfortunately but yeah so I got to weightlifting I dirty bulked getting a sh- can I curse this shit yeah, okay, okay. load of uh, weight got super unhealthy was not eating good then eventually with time I I was actually honestly dating someone that would put a lot of pressure on how I looked uh-huh. so that kind of got to me at a certain point you know, I was really young I was like 18 or so so I was really hard on myself physically so eventually broke up with that person got the revenge body you know whatever lost weight oh yeah got stuff together but then realized that I was really critical of my body in that sense I started like really just almost like developed dramatic but almost developed like a form of body morphia in a way that i was just like it was never enough you Mm. know what i mean things like a level of stuff you know again seeking like validation and happiness and my worth from the outside perspective um and then eventually you know um got into that and i realized you know i don't want to work for someone else i love like what i do in my spare time is research wellness so i'm like i might as well just make a career out of this stuff then from there, I just started coaching some people. I started doing my thing. And I realized that I still wasn't like happy. You mm. know what I mean? I was just, it wasn't 
like no matter what I did, I just wasn't happy, you know, and I, I didn't feel like whole. So I started getting into like meditation, journaling, kind of self-care, mental health, all those things. And as I've progressed into that and grew, I realized like that's where the real bag is at. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not even like how good you look. Yes, of course, it's important, you know, and it's nice and it's healthy and all that stuff to move your body. But the real sense of happiness and wholeness and actually confidence on how you view yourself doesn't come from the external. It's more of an internal inside job. Wow. So, yeah. It's an important journey that you went on to get from out of that hole, so to speak, and to move into that direction. And it does go through that wholeness that Corey was alluding to right uh, before that. Brother Corey, you want to jump in on that side? Yeah. One one thing that you, you said was that you were learning about your soul. Mm. What did you learn about yourself? What did you find out about your soul in that journey, in that process of climbing out of Ooh, the hole? That's a good question. I guess I learned what actually makes me happy and kind of learned to define that definition like subjectively versus like, you know, societal or family or whatever, you know, pressure that define those things for you. Like I actually learned um, what makes me feel complete and at peace, you know, like happy and at peace without any stress, without any like worries. Yeah. And I learned like what peace is, you know what I mean? Like it's not... um, at least for me, peace is like being able to just be, you know, and not feel pressure, not feel anxious, not feel whatever. And eventually I kind of realized with time that like your emotions, you know, are a choice in a way, how I see it at least. I feel like how you feel every day is almost like an article of clothing. You can pick in a closet, you open that thing up, and you're like, okay, well, today I can be in a good mood or today I could be in a crappy mood. Like which one do I want to pick? And that kind of like led to me learning about my soul. Yeah. I don't know if I answered your question. It, it did. It did. Yeah. In the process of finding finding that peace, because you said basically your peace was found by separating the outside influences and eluding that. So how did you, what did you do? What did you create? Or how did you find a mm. way to push those voices out and exist on your own? You know, even though I did start this journey a while ago, I think the most intensive and defining Time was definitely COVID during quarantine and all stuff where we literally had nowhere to go but to be home. I live alone, so to sit by yourself in your house every single day, I quit my job like a week before COVID to pursue like personal training fully. So I was just like home, like I was home, especially the first like two, uh, four weeks or so, you know, before I like was like screw this. But yeah, so I guess all those times just like being able to sit without distraction, kind of because I'm not a TV watcher either like I you know so for me it was just like hearing music and just just connecting so either like hearing music that I would never hear but just just explore myself through music you know also explore myself through movement I started doing like a form of like stretching or yoga maybe or kind of like I don't know goddess empowerment situation i don't even know what it is but <laughs> i just started moving my body in ways that like felt natural and right just connecting with myself and like kind of learning who samantha actually is like you know and just hanging out with samantha honestly that's what's up. we are all very in touch with our inner goddess yeah. you have to my divine <laughs> feminine is extra yeah, you know Tony's I mean? a strong black woman. Yeah, I am a strong black queen. Don't <laughs> oftentimes Tony's a bad bitch. Strong black. I, I have been from from <laughs> I've been known to turn up, you know, from time to time. Um, That's but valid. I, I do like to offer a lens of forgiveness to my inner divine queen, and it sounds like you've done the same to yourself somewhere inside there, because the comparison culture seems like it's not going to be the thing that is fulfilling inside that journey. And I do hear that coming back up there, whether it's through the rhythmic motions, whether it's through the stretching, or through the music. What are some of the things that you have done that you, you know, you use to navigate through this tumultuous year? Because there is a lot of people who are in that same space where they had a job, they had a profession and they had the thing that they did that they were defined by. Oh, my God. Not be true the next day. Yeah. So take me through a little bit of that that process and what some of the like the parts that you did to put yourself together in that next direction. I think in general, what if I could sum it up? I guess it's just like knowing the good, the bad, and the ugly of myself, mm-hmm. honestly, and like dealing with it. Because I feel like I'm the kind of person that I'm probably too optimistic in hmm. a sense that I'm always like in a good mood. I'm always like, I don't let things get to me. But mm-hmm. like, I definitely learned during this time that like it's okay to let things get to you and process them and just like move on. Um, and that's that being more effective than actually just like 
keep pushing forward. You know, you should always push forward, but you should also process and be present. You know what I'm saying? So I think I just learned how to be present with um, my emotions. And also in general, I didn't feel that much of an identity loss during COVID from a societal sense because I quit my job prior to it. You know, so I already had that in mind, like, oh, I'm going to recreate, reinvent, you know, my reality. I'm going to quit this and like, you know, pursue personal training. But well, now that I say it, it's actually... Yeah, actually, I did have a low identity crisis, too, because since I did quit my job to pursue personal training, the fact that the gyms were all closed, I was like, what am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. Honestly, so that kind of sucked. And I'm a full believer of like weights, you know, and resistance training and like that kind of stuff. So to go from that to like working out at home and teaching others to work out at home, I literally felt like almost an imposter because it's not what I do. It's not mm-hmm. what I stand for, you know. But yeah, kind of just, I don't know, kind of just figured it's OK. Like, it's OK. It's all okay. Yeah. Offer yourself forgiveness in that direction. Yeah, I guess forgiveness. Yeah. Well, it kind of sounds like you were blocking the emotion instead of working your way through it. You decided to let yourself really work. Yeah. I let myself cry. Yeah. That's a big thing. Need to get a good cry out. Man, point. I stubbed my toe yesterday. Cried like a baby. (laughs) Feels so much better. (laughs) Told me I was a little black, though. Yeah. Don't do that. So I want to harken back to, I guess, right before you quit your job. I'm I'm thinking back to the time when we first met. I feel like you were working in like finance or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like how, talk to me about that passion for for wellness and how it, you know, grew to overcome your your finance passion. Mm. Well, you know, I don't think finance was ever a passion. Okay. Yeah. Finance was a means to the end. You know, it was kind of like what I was naturally good at and like. I just was naturally good at it. I'm just good at math, you know? Like, it's just always been that way since middle school. So it was kind of like a means to an end. And, yeah, it was just an easy way for me to get a lot of money. But I always realized that, again, I believe nothing's a mistake. So I think that me working in finance and having to, like, work with, like, small business owners all the time, I kind of learned so much of the business aspect that I applied now to myself that I'm just like, wow, like, everything circles back, you know? but yeah i just realized that i've always worked out i've always been into educating myself when it comes to wellness nutrition to movement to all that stuff so i was like how you know that whole thing like how can i not work everyone's like oh like you know once you find your passion you won't work a single day like that whole shebang you know so (laughs) i was like well what is my passion and you know kind of started well in a way i think that you make up your own passion and your own purpose in life that that shit's like that's just not really real i think that you're born with a purpose i think you choose your purpose so naturally since i do like to study fitness why not make that my purpose in life you know it's a natural affinity so like why not i feel like you also you ventured into life coaching as well like didn't you have a couple clients or am i making that up no okay Uh, (laughs) it was a minute minute. like i'm just happy to be here with sam because you know i mean i haven't kicked away in a very long time i literally haven't seen you since like what 18 2018 it's been a minute you know what i'm saying 2018 yeah we've always kept the rapport and um that's why i'm happy to have you here today i would definitely love to transition a little bit from the wellness to talk about the podcast right oh yeah so talking about the feel better naked podcast Right. Uh, talk to me about the title. Talk to me about the inspiration of to what that came from. Well, that came from that whole whole thing, you know, like feeling better naked. I feel better naked. It's not about like the physical body, which it is, but also it's about the mental. It's about how you view yourself, your self-worth, your mental health and just like feeling good about who you are, how you show up in the world every single day. I think that's more important than anything you know if you're proud of how you show up every single day and who and you truly love yourself for who you are like that's more valuable than anything else mm. so yeah i was like you know what's more what's a name that's more than just the physical body because i do focus on like growing your booty and like plant-based living but 
we got to put a pinhole in that. We got a, We had a few listeners that wanted to grow their butt. We got some questions. Okay. But we're going to come back to that. That's quality. Parking, parking lot that. Yeah. Quality control right Shout there. out to Baby Cakes. Yeah, you know, we got to help them out. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I figured you need to find like a name that like embodies looking good physically, but also like feeling good on the inside. And feeling good doesn't only come from the food you eat, you know, but also like how you feel about yourself, like how you... Like, I'm big on feelings, you know, and, and energy and all that stuff. So it just felt right. And it was funny because, like, when I started my podcast at first, that was the original name. But then, to be blunt, I made up this stupid idea in my head that I can't connect the mind and the soul with, like, the body. It has to be, like, separate. I don't know why I mm. thought this at one point. Because the thing is that, well, if I was to explain it, honestly, when it comes to Instagram, when it comes to fitness and all that stuff, it's annoying that the more you shit on people the more action they'll take in a way like the more i for example i feel like if i both if i post a pic of my body if i post um a transformational pic i get more engagement more people asking me stuff versus something inspirational which is like sad but true you know what mm-hmm. i mean like in a day sex sells like let's just be blunt you know so i was like dang like i don't know how to have two different brands that are completely different, but again, so aligned and together. So I did that. I had both for a while, like plant-based booty and I feel bare naked. And then actually on a jog the day before my birthday, I was like, we need to combine this. We just need to have one thing. <laughs> and yeah, the whole point is just overall to help people feel better naked, like practice what it means to actually connect with yourself, but like on the inside, but not on some like silly, like, oh yeah, like I took a ball bath, you know, and like I have a face mask on and now I feel good, blah, blah. It's like, yo, can I sit with myself in silence and be happy? Mm-hmm. You know, can I do that? Because a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people can't even be alone on some like real. And just being able to be your own best friend, like that's what Feel My Nick is about. There's a few things that come up in that direction. So I do want to unpack because I, I'm reminded first of the David Barton campaign. Now I'm looking at mm. you. I don't know quite what age range is, but not to. 29. Okay. So you were you around when David Barton <laughs> was really moving? Yep. Yeah. I went the city? to his gyms. So they had the Look Better Naked campaign, right? Mm. And that Look Better Naked campaign at the time that it launched had David Barton outpacing. So I'm going to say just for the comparison for that and they're not probably not going to make the full episode because people know how i feel about equinox in particular but the marketing was very powerful Mm -hmm. because it got to the heart of the matter for why everybody was doing what it was they're doing now the setup on that or the premise is one of that comparison culture right so it's saying that there is we have an affinity for this idea of aspiration and perfection some part of that sounds like that as you're unpacking this and as you're learning, well, you could see this compare and contrast. This might not be the thing that we should do for actual people because right. if we want to do healthy, none of this shit is healthy right. at the end of the day, right? I'm comparing, I'm looking at this person, this is better, so I need to do this or that person, that, right? And that therein lies the conundrum from where you're talking about inside of that whole Instagram kind of paradigm, right? But to go from that, and start to understand what you meant by separating the mind, the soul, and the body versus what you were doing on the plant side. Now, that's a curious question. Part of me believes that the siloing of all of these things as individual efforts is part of the reason why we have those issues on the comparisons culture. Because if I separate your mind from your body and your soul, when you see something that's not in alignment with what you do, how is that going to impact you? Right. If your mind is here, your body's here, and your eyes are here, where's that start to move you where's that start to jostle you you right. know that's how you end up in a hole yeah you know so that brings about the connotations of alignment and i just wanted to reflect that for a second brother Corey, you got something on that well a couple of things i would say one your the the title is interesting because when you unpack it further when you really like force yourself to to embrace the word naked exposure you know being seen vulnerability vulnerability that's essentially what podcasting is if you do it well right so essentially what podcasting is is let me expose myself let me open myself up and let me give you this information give you my heart give you how i feel so feeling better exposed feeling better naked is very much in line with feeling better naked physically if you're doing it the right way i've never thought of that but also the reality is when using that word naked it immediately 
stimulate sexuality and everyone is always going to take stimulation over aspiration regardless of what their intention is right and now i want y'all to go back and think about how y'all judged me when i said i was winnie the pooh in it most of the time i'd like to just point that out just putting that out there for these two brothers inside here because sam they judged me when i was trying to be naked and vulnerable inside this podcast. nope we're gonna slide past that now no we're sliding past that this no. is truth that i was no. giving you so I was trying to live just my so you feminine. understand, Sam, in case you didn't hear those that particular episode, tone is often in meetings throughout the course of Much the day. Much like this. Okay. Sans pants. It's valid. No pantalones. You know what I'm saying? Scene. You're talking to feel better naked. Scene. Like, you, See, yeah. That's person. what I'm saying. So y'all are on the same page. Like, yo, y'all bobbing. might have yeah. some wild meetings. Listen. If you look under no. this table. I'm telling you right now. Where's the MacBook <laughs> set up? No. Look at how the top is represented. There's a reason why like Matt put the cameras time. high and not low. Right. No. It, it made sense to me, Sam. I don't understand why they was hating. But in all honesty, yes, it does come in with a level of intimacy that has to come inside of this podcasting situation. Now that... Yeah. I'd like to understand and get a little bit more familiar with on that side. Now, where did that love of this audio aspect mm. of teaching and, and learning and like cultivating some kind of art, where'd that come from? What's that stem from? And what's some of the people that might've influenced you to jump into this? Like, mm, Honestly, it kind of stemmed from, it stemmed from me. Okay. Saying, Sam, how are you going to go your business? Well, everyone's doing YouTube, right? It's YouTube, blah, blah. But it's like, I didn't want that whole setup. I, at the moment in time, I felt like I had to do my hair, put makeup on, have lights, have all this extra mumble jumbo, then editing all that stuff. I was like, I need to find a way to like get my message across and not edit and just look however I look. Whenever I feel inspired, just say what I gotta say. And podcasting was it. I I could be. Wayne the Pooh in it out here in my podcast. Chilling. Starting trend. You know? Telling no. you. Tastemaker is what they <laughs> call me. Don't support him. Tastemaker? Tastemaker. Nah. Support We're it. not doing that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. We're here now. We're here. Winnie Pooing. Winnie, Winnie the Pooing. That's a thing. It's a thing. Right. It's not so. a thing. Now, I want to harken back to... I want to harken back harken to your the, ass off, the booty growth conversation, right? Mm. Solely because, you know, if, if we're being blunt, Sam, I've seen the before and after photos. Oh, thank you. I, you know, you, you put them out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this was that increased engagement that she was talking about. This was right. definitely increased yeah. engagement because the before and the after was so far that I had to send, yo, Sam, I sent, I sent you a message like, nah, I can't even like this photo. Oh, that's so true. You just <laughs> I was like, I can't even like where you started, but I can appreciate where you ended, right? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> they are foolish. But I say that to we say- We are foolish. You know- Fam. What was your motivation outside of, I guess, the aesthetic part of it? You know, was it was lifting in, in isolation something that attracted you or was it? No, nah, it's purely I wanted a fat butt. Like, it's just sad. I appreciate a nice booty, even though a woman or a man. Like, I think it's a nice part of the body. And also, in general, like, I, I don't know. I just felt like because I guess growing up pressures of being a like Dominican woman, like, we're very ass focused culture to be blunt and like i didn't have any so when i moved um here from florida which basically i was probably like one out of 10 like latina slash latino people in my entire school like whatever you know whatever like i was kind of just being when i came to new york to the bronx at that where it's like everyone is like dominican or like african-american or like whatever I was like, damn, I really have no ass. Like, damn. So when I started going out and like getting older and like all that stuff, I was like, yo, I dead have no ass. Um, so I dead ass, you had no ass. I, I dead mean, ass, dead ass. Had no ass. Nobody no wants ass. flat pockets. You know yeah, what I mean? Nobody wants flat pockets. That. Dead ass, I have no ass. But yeah, so I was like, you know what? And also the guy I was saying at the time, like he was like, yeah, like trying to like push me or help me get an ass in the most unhealthy way. But yeah, so I kind of got into that, and then. Yeah, it just is what it is. Now I help women do that. Well, shout out to your growth. Shout out to growth. Shout out to my growth. The applause. The double entendre. That's where we're coming inside that direction. <laughs> now, as Kyle has alluded that there were some people who might have had some questions that would need answering in this direction. Yeah. You have any tips and tricks? For that, booty growth. That you would like to share with our good listenership 
in your perspective for them to also feel better naked as they're sitting inside this situation and to get into this growth aspect so that we're it, talking about. Breakfast over naked or is it booty growth? I would say let's go bakery. A. Cake bakery. We're then let's right go now. B. Yeah, we're, let's right. go into the B side. <laughs> I would say one, that's a few things. I think hip thrust and sumo RDLs are where it's at. Okay. Uh, squats are great as well, but I just don't think they target the glutes like that. That's one. Two, people need to understand that if you're in the process of growing, sorry, growing your glutes, like you can't be trying to like kind of also get skinnier or like lose weight. Like you need to eat a mm-hmm. lot to grow your booty. Um, and then also I would say that people need to just focus on their personal journey when it comes to growing their glutes. Because if I compare myself to XYZ, like it's never going to be enough. Mm. You know what I mean? I look at my booty like last month compared to this month. I'm like, oh, but. You know what I mean? That I think is more of the the real gem versus like, you know, everything else. Appreciate that. There's also the aspect that comes along inside there where, okay, the appreciation of what you're doing for the work outside is great. And that's how we're going to, you know, make sure that everybody is refining what they need to do in terms of the gluteal maximization, right? <laughs> maximization. We, you need to get the no, maximization of no, the glutes, right? That's what we're trying to do. <laughs> Avoid the minimus. Uh, you, nah, you got to talk the minimus. Ah, you got to ah, talk and the minimus. You don't want to minimize the minimus. You got to get the You know max. what I'm saying? You need to mediate. To yeah. Get, yeah. You got to mediate the medius. <laughs> to get all of that <laughs> out. These are funny. Right? Now it's come together. Because you got to get the maximum together. maximus. You see Off what I'm the saying? strength. Right. So got to put it all together. Right? <laughs> Your dad jokes are a whole different level. Like, I'm here. I told you. I warned you before the show. <laughs> That's so great. I can't. <laughs> In that direction, after you're giving out the information, now you mentioned a little bit you got to eat, right? Yeah. Okay. Talk to me where the dance between the plant-based side comes in with these lifts and these gains out here. And, you know, help me through that navigation. Were you somebody that was always plant-based? And did that play a role into how the gains in Kyle's perspective from before to the after real quick? How'd that whole thing no, play Wait, out? don't put that on just Kyle. No, nah, that's on Kyle. That's what he said. <laughs> no, nah, go to the photo and, and you too. <laughs> can roll the tape, Matt. <laughs> did you see? Did you pull the tape? No, nah, I got to be honest. Like, I could, I, if she had a wallet in her back pocket, I would have known how much money she had. Back okay. Stop. That's that. what I'm saying. Thank God, it's true. You saw it, right? Yeah, I, I saw it. I saw all it. Right, I'm not alone. I saw it. That's all I'm saying. You is got that a quarter? <laughs> all I know is your wallet's Velcro. Oh my God, guys, stop. This is horrible. Now make that motherfucker But now you got a future so behind true. you. Now you got a future behind it's you, so, so congratulations. You guys are horrible. No, but legit, it's so true, though. God bless. All right. But I think, no, so to answer your question, just take a step by step. I was, I've only been plant based for about three years and a half. Uh huh. And I legit just did it because um, I watched that, that documentary, What the Health, mm-hmm. and that just sold me. I was like, but, and I've always been into, um, I guess, just like eating more greens and all stuff and blah, blah, but then how, yeah, once I learned how meat and stuff is made in like America, I was like, I'm good. Like, I'm I'm good. I don't need to eat this. And I was just open to it to see how I feel and I felt fine. So I was like, you know what? Why not? It's not affecting my, my gains. If anything, I'm definitely recovering faster, feel better. It's faster to cook. It's easier to clean. It's cheaper. Like, it's a whole vibe. Like, I feel good. My skin's better. Like, it just, it worked out. If I would never not eat meat again, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But when they come, you know. How do you dance around that around the holidays and the good cultural dishes that I would imagine mm. are coming across? Yeah, avoiding pork in the Dominican. Yeah, yeah that's what I was about to say. Need, yeah. they, they're one and the same. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> it, it's got to be, you know. No, it's hard. No lie. Like, if I go out uptown, like, it's really slow for me to find anything that's like not animal based at four in the morning or mm-hmm. even like on a regular time too. Like where like where I live in the Bronx, like I can't buy veggies. Like I, I could, but it's like steam, like frozen mix from like BJ's. Like it's some BS, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's not hard. I mean, honestly, I just bring my own dishes to my holidays. I'm like, you guys, this is like vegetables. Like try us out. Everyone seems to like it. And honestly, at this point now, like most of our holidays are pretty veggie heavy because my other cousin's a vegetarian now. And yeah, so they put my family on to this. So they kind of just eat vegetables too. So are you doing like traditional vegetable dishes or are you coming out with like eggplant chicharron and going kind of wild? No, like? I'm not that innovative. I'm okay. very I'm very basic. Salt, pepper, garlic, baby. That's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it cool. Simple. Simple. I don't have time. Now- the question that I have that we often struggle with being fitness professionals is how have you uh, made an impression on your family health wise? 
you know, mm-hmm. like wanting to have this passion to be a, a fitness professional. And, you know, even for the women in your family, like maybe they want to grow their booty, too, or, you know, or even just eat better or feel better naked, if you will. How has that happened, you know, for your family? That's a good question. Honestly, yeah, I I never thought of that, but I really have, I guess, impacted my family. When I say family, I think of like my immediate family, like my my aunts, my cousins, and like my mom, my sister. And like, yeah, we definitely do eat healthier. My cousins and when we all link up, we're all stretching first thing in the morning and meditating. Like that's just what we do now. It's like a thing we do. I see um, the link up. Y'all be having fun. Y'all be lit. Yeah, we be lit. Yeah, we be lit. All for no time. reason. For no reason. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, we just like yeah, we're we all eat really healthy. We yeah, in general, I think I just become like that person in my family. Like my grandma just asked me for Christmas to buy her like some kind of herbs for like brain health. Mm. And I was like, damn, the pressure, like, <laughs> like granny, like that's a lot, but no, but in a way, like it's, it's true. I have become like a person in my family that when they have questions regarding health or anything like that, I'm kind of that go-to person in my friend group too, I guess. Yeah. How's that make you feel? I guess honored. They trust me enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I ain't shit, but <laughs> Well, it sounds like you do. It's great. No, it sounds like you have gone through a little bit of that dance yourself and you've overcome some of the things that they might also be going through. And it sounds like in that matriarchal sense, you know, there's somebody who's really holding the reins, so to speak, and guiding what this health continuum is. Right. Yeah. So if you're helping that, that would inform what legacy means. Right. In some way, shape or form. Like, what do you see or what do you want to direct by Mm. means of legacy in the work that you're doing right now? I honestly, if I could die tomorrow and know that i helped someone accept themselves for who they are full out therefore teach that on to their their kids and their partner and just like also change for example like what people eat in their homes especially minorities like in like urban areas like the food we eat is shit and if i could just help one person change that generationally like and pass it on to their kids like i'll be happy that's like the legacy i want to have you know beautiful so 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 what's your next step you've gotten the physical you've gotten into the soul yes you've gotten into the nutrition yes so what's the next step what are we doing in 2021 what what are we what are we expecting from you Ooh, that's a secret no i'm joking uh (laughs) (laughs) you get to tease it out to the people right now you know i think um so i do have my membership that i'm working on that well that's out but i definitely want to grow that more and partner with different brands just to have just to educate people, honestly, um, and just provide like, just education, just so people can know. A lot of people don't know, you know what I mean? Like, and it sounds silly, but like, I put a poll yesterday on my Instagram asking people like, why don't you meditate? And like, a bunch of people were like, oh, I just don't know how to, or I just like, don't know, like, if I'm doing it right. It's just like, that overthinking, if I could find a way to like, give people the courage and confidence just to try shit and mm-hmm. fall on their face and it's okay you know and just know that's like part of the step then i've done like my job so i want to just keep pushing that i want to eventually have an event that'd be great where i get different people uh different kind of i guess brands that are part of body mind and soul get together and give people different ways of doing that and in general just yeah just make merchandise and just yeah just connect people to things you know like yeah just connect people to things to educate them honestly so education and expansion yeah education expansion she's gonna be the source or the conduit for furthering that wealth going forward and a hub it seems like for what a modern day wellness fair would be is that fair sam that is fair yeah that's fair i like that picture that you paint inside that direction you know it it sounds like it's going to be a pretty vista you know, we'll I get hope a nice so. I just want to build like a like a bunch of badass, beautiful, big bootied women that eat healthy this and sounds like know a party the shit that I need to be a part of. Whenever so. this party is happening, <laughs> I want to let you know that I expect a call. For Make that, that reservation for you. three. Okay. Yeah, you know, just just let me know where that's taking you. Off in the that strength. Direction. Off the strength. You know, I need to be there to make sure that I am upholding my divine Trace. feminine as well. Like we talked about earlier in I this agree. conversation. You know, um, <laughs> some part of that, Sam. I'm also hearing as we're coming into that direction of what you want to do and where, what you're going to accomplish inside there, 
you know, I, I'm also reminded of a couple of different things that representation is mattering inside this conversation. So when you talk about people in your DMs or in the messages, however, I don't want to throw it out there that they was hitting you up in the DMs, but however they was reaching out to you <laughs> and they was trying to get in contact with you. All right. Yeah. How often were they able to understand what the definition of meditation was simply because they didn't see themselves in those pictures that we were painting for them for what wellness could be. Mm. What would it look like if they did? Now, what does that wellness fair that you paint that picture for have to do inside of that, that conduit, you know? What a question. Mm. Okay. So, I think that at least me, speaking for myself as a Dominican woman, like, I didn't grow up learning that mental health is a thing to care for mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like i didn't grow up like for example seeing my mom do yoga i didn't grow up seeing my mom meditating or seeing anyone in my family doing that if we went to a therapist even it was like judged yeah just in general self-care is not necessarily embedded it's more something that white people did to be blunt you know like white women went to yoga you know like not people of color um, stuff like that. So I think if I can just shift that narrative a little bit, because end of the day, this may sound controversial, but I think that us people of color are very we have soul. Like we have soul. We have we have like a lot of culture and ancestry, a lot of stuff that this is what our people did, anyways. You know, people did get gather. People did share energy. People did move their bodies naturally in certain ways like it's just in our culture embedded in us i think if we can find a way to like reconnect to that in our own ways in a modern way you know whether it's through stretching whether it's through caring for what we eat whether it's through um knowing that it's okay to have difficult conversations at home or even it's okay to seek help you mm. know what i mean i think in general at least what i've witnessed people there's a lot of shame around that in people of color so i feel like if we could find a way to solely eliminate that and let people know that it's okay, you know, to just go on the journey. You know, it's not like a destination. It's a journey, you know. It's not talked about enough, I feel like. To go on the journey for the culture. I love yeah. the sound of that. Te amare mi gente por siempre y para siempre. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you saw me tap my watch to Kyle, but tu sabes. if someone speaks Spanish. Yo soy Panama. Tone will pull the Spanish out that was great. before the hour ends. I guarantee you. <laughs> Tone hit him with it. Listen, fam, I'm on Duolingo too. Like, you're not the only one. Para <laughs> siempre. That's great Spanish. You got Gracias. it. No mas from you. No mas. Yo soy panima. <laughs> no mas. They like to hate. Bad bunny. I see. <laughs> no, I peeped the Spanish music intro. I was like, oh. Hey, come on. That now. was for you. You, you. I feel like you Up didn't appreciate funk. it. Yeah, because I don't like that song, but it's fine. It's all right. I was trying to get wow. you. Wow. But it was about the last night that you didn't show up, Sam. I didn't want to have to call this wow. out, but now we're going to bring it up. Now, you if we're going to set yourself you up for the smoke. <laughs> he's not salty. He's well seasoned. What was right? the name of that song? <laughs> Your jokes. I can't. What, what, what was the name of that song? He's like, we're going to go back. Uh huh. I know it's. Anoche, something with Anoche. Yeah, the night before the other night. And yeah, because like, the night, the night before, night, you wasn't here. wasn't here. <laughs> we had to drink a whole bottle of Snoop wine by ourselves. That wasn't that bad, though. Okay. For the, That's for why the I record. pulled out the little bottle of whiskey in case you ain't sure what. Wow. Being as though, I appreciate the realness, though. Being as though that you're a wellness professional, they did recommend that you do 10 push-ups, you know, for not showing up. But I was like, nah, man, we can't do it like no, that. No, you can't. So. Out of pocket, because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> But if we would have said 10 deadlifts, you would have been on for it. You know, I got these RDLs. Not What's even, up? So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you can't is. do RDLs after the whiskey. Yeah, you right? Know. We're over here sipping bourbon and doing deadlifts. It's past, like, it's, it's a Friday and you're wilding. Understood. I mean, so we winding down a little bit for sure. Sam, what does... What does success look like for you? For for Ooh. feel the feel better naked for for you as an individual? You know, uh, we we're, we're winding down to the end of 2020. 2021 is here. We we spoke on what you wanted, but like, what does that end goal look like for you? Oh, you know, I don't think I've thought about what if I could like define what success is. I haven't thought that far. I'm very like a 500 degree person. I look at bigger picture things. I don't have an exact thing but i guess if i could define what success is on a personal level i personally want to feel better 
naked than where I am now, you know, keeping lightning in a way. And then also for, I guess, my brand in general, I would just like, yeah, just to grow and help more people. If I could teach, if I could even like teach women how to teach this to others, that'll be great too. You know, that's so vague a little bit. It's like, you know, it, it could be almost anything as long as, it's, as long as I'm helping people. That's how I see it, you know? Yeah. There's so, not one, one version of success. No, it's not. But let me maybe usher that into a direction. So if it's, you're looking at the definition between where you are and where you want to be, what's okay. the change between those two points? Mm. Well, I personally, honestly, I want to learn more so I could teach more because I mm-hmm. feel like as a educator and I guess influencer, um, I can only serve from a full cup. You know what I mean? So eventually I feel like with time, like I need to just keep filling my cup with, you know, more education and more um, just besides the basic, like the basic stuff like fitness and nutrition and all that stuff, but also just like, I would like to grow a bigger network of people in general that could influence me and therefore I could influence others more or they could influence my audience or, but yeah, I guess just growing. I just want to connect more people. Maybe COVID has something to do with that. I keep. <laughs> it does. When you're starving from that connection right? and you're used to being in spaces where we had it in abundance. Right. That's really a thing that you do have right. a, you know, a need for, a longing for, for sure. Yeah. If I could share something with you, um, one of the things that tends to happen with people who do what we do is that there ends up being a barrier for growth based on you feeling comfortable with the level of education you have or what you feel like you feel comfortable sharing. Mm. It's been my experience and my opinion. And I like coach a couple of people who are influencers mm-hmm. at the like elevated level. And one of the things that you learn over time is that you can share what you just learned as long as it's authentic. If you really learn this, but you really, even if you learned it yesterday, if you really learned and it really is useful and good information, then you can share information you learned yesterday because it's still information that somebody else didn't have. Sure. And the imposter feeling sometimes that comes in from feeling like I don't, I didn't own this for 10 years or I haven't, haven't, haven't gotten gray hairs on this. Like I don't own this enough. The reality of it is as long as it's true, as long as it's accurate and authentic, then it's, it's okay to share as long as you present it that way. So mm-hmm. as long as you're not presenting information to something, I've owned this for 20 years. If you owned it since yesterday, then just share that you owned it yesterday. I say it all the time on the air. I just learned this, so I'm sharing this with y'all. Right. And it's fine. Right. The, 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 the reality of it is, is that you don't always have to own things forever to own things now. Mm. I love that. Thank you for that. Yeah. Salud. Cheers to that. Salud. <laughs> no, I did like that. That's very true. Yeah. You know, I think in this industry in general, like you do go through a lot of imposter syndrome because there's so much of it out there you know like i think having to find my voice in feel bare naked like that took time you know what i mean because eventually it's kind of like what do i actually stand for like who who am i because i truly see what i do as like like that's literally me like it, it's dead me like it's like i live the way i show or i teach or everything like it's just it's dead ass me and to say the day i start eating meat then i'll start preaching that because that's just like it's just my reality you know i'm just like very vulnerable i guess transparent yeah i guess yeah there you go yeah. y'all is something else you know that you know we be potting <laughs> sometimes we be potting <laughs> over here yo we chefing it up with <laughs> somebody I mean? else who's on the used to getting on these mics and pontificating jones you know what I mean? so do you not winnie the pooh i mean not on camera put him on, on the spot fans. that's I like for his only fan you ain't winnie the pooh environment <laughs> is conducive for, for such <laughs> you using all the words <laughs> When you nigga, if you go if you go nigga. for jonesforjones.com <laughs> Jones is for Jones when That's you jonesing for jones.com woo lovejones.com Love keeping up with the joneses hey, you know what i mean when when the environment is perpetually <laughs> you digging for them words what <laughs> why you gonna, why are you talking like you just got out of prison and you found islam invitation <laughs> for no. said time then it is time but not before. At some point, you're going to sell me a bean pie. <laughs> bean pie, the, my brother? The fruit of Islam in Brother Jones right here. I appreciate you. What you're trying to articulate yeah, exactly. and pontificate mm-hmm. is the fact that you are trying to expand the horizons, not distort the mm. image, mm. but change the image from what you saw before to what you see now. Betwixt my brother Amen. and thoughts. Ooh.
This is a lot. I don't know where that went. That just that just went. So crazy. if your booty started small, <laughs> may you pray. May you go to the gods that one day you will have a future behind you and uplift. So if your booty is small, you will say, yes, I can. Yes, yes, you will. I can. This is why we shouldn't drink on Fridays because this type of thing happens. And, um, you know, we spoke about the backyard and the swing set <laughs> in Brother Tony's words. And now we completely <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> completely derailed. Sometimes your backyard ain't got no lawn. Come on. Sometimes now. <laughs> it's, sometimes it's just a carport. Yay! And then you expand it to have a whole field. So back Sam, there. I'm talking mm-hmm. to you because they are just <laughs> irrational at this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. Um, my question to you is, you know, the way that we typically wrap the show is, uh, if there was a way to arm our listeners off the strength, right? With a gym, if you will, something that they can pontificate on, if you will, you know, bottle waters, something that they can can take in and 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 sit with for a while. What kind of information could you give them? Mm, I, I think it's just one. You do whatever you, you, do whatever want. you want. Anything you want some more that's before be, you start that. Yeah, whatever. Sure. There you go. Here, take that shot before you start that. Whatever's going to be uplifting, motivating. You know, some of that go-to info that you go to in the back pocket to know how to navigate on through that day. I think a current, because it changes all the time, a current one is um, if you can, you must. So if I can, just even simple, like make a better food choice that day, if I can wake up earlier, if I can make a better choice, if I could, whatever that may be in every situation, if I can, I must. Because mm. then I wouldn't be upset with anything or have any regrets or you know what I mean yeah yeah I like that I like that a lot if you can you must that goes with the obligation to uh oh uh oh hold on I'm stumbling on that one that is the the whiskey toast if you have the observation, observation. there you go there you observation. go observation then you must the have the obligation there you go that's where right. we're coming inside there because if I can't do it homies I mean it you gotta work on your articulation I do I do I do I, I, I was trying to throw that out there for, for something else it's this little whiskey you got caught up there. in the gesticulation the gesticulation the inebriation with the inebriation and the presentation wasn't where it was supposed to be. I, I, God damn it. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I see where it was going. I see where I fucked but up. But your pronunciation. It was there. I was <laughs> trying to get back in there. I was trying to get back in there. Hopefully, you too can take that gem and make sure you do what it do outside there. I appreciate that, Sam. Yeah. Thank you for sharing with us. Thank Thanks. you for really jumping into this full immersive kind of situation. Now, Thank can you, you let the good listeners know? where they could find you, how they could keep in touch with everything that you have going on inside your portfolio and how we can support you going forward. Oh, well, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Sammy underscore Burgos. So S-A-M-I underscore B-U-R-G-O-S. Okay, right on. Righteous. All my stuff is there. Okay, cool. How can we listen to the pod? Oh, it's on Spotify, Apple, any major DSPs. It's on all major DSPs. There we go. Oh, man, that's going to edit so nice. It's <laughs> going to sit right in the pocket. It's going to be great. You know we got to translate what DSPs is for the regular folk. Digital service providers. She yeah, digital it. service providers. She, she, she broke it down. She broke it down. We had it. I thought it was digital streaming platform. Nah, that's a, you know, we can get it. We get it. Either you learn way. something every new. Either way, <laughs> interchangeable. We can make this happen. But I would like to say, Sam, thank you again from the bottom of my heart. Please don't take us <laughs> for anything other than the enlightened gentleman that we wanted to be inside here ushering you through to tell your story and celebrate you in every way possible on that side. I appreciate you. Yeah, this was great. Thank you so much. Well, for thank me. you for only being a week late. Yeah, yeah you know. Wow. Oh, salt. Damn. The season never ends. Just, yeah. You know, it was in there. It was in there. You know, <laughs> you see the salt in the beard. He's <laughs> coming in there. Never on schedule, but always on time. That's how we like it. Okay. Once again, it's been another fantastic episode of Off the Strength. I'm a trainer called Tony. You're a trainer. Corey. K.R. Jones. Peace and much love to y'all out there. Until next time, we'll see you soon.